Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! Well, it's uh, noon 15 here in Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray, on Thursday, December 8th. How are you, Pops? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better educated now than I was when I started the day. Yeah, we were having a great time. Title of today's stream, 2023 recession will crush car prices. I've got to admit something, folks. I just got off of a 45-minute session with the three three executives at BlackBook. Yes. And what did they say about 2023 car prices? What uh, do they we, expect? We, we would see normal depreciation next year, and they don't expect to see any type of major um, um, recessionary uh, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, well, no crushing. They, no, no, no. To be clear, yeah. they, said the, they said the R word is something yes. that the industry is afraid of. So to be very clear, recession is on the radar. That's where we're going to start today's conversation off with. Recession is on the radar. Yes, yes, yes. But so they said their base case, what they expect to happen would be normal depreciation. And let's dig into this, Deb. Yes. Because they reminded us that normal depreciation for used cars, and we'll talk about new cars in a second. This normal, was great. This was great information. Normal depreciation for a used car is one to one and a quarter percent each month. Yes. So which, that gets which you to equates, 12. Yeah, equates to 12 to 16 percent annually. Now, having said that, they expect this year, 2022, to close out at around 21%. So above where we would traditionally normally be. Yep. Yes. And that's obviously a direct result. And Jared, thank you, Jared. He what word did he use? Jared is the president of Blackbook. He said he said the bubble word. He said there had been a bubble. Yes. And, the, and I fist been, pumped. You fist pumped. And then he followed, and now we're seeing a correction. He did not say the bubble has burst. But yeah, but you're, you're 100% right. Yes. So we're seeing this correction this year, and they expect next year for there to be 12 to 15% depreciation normal, of used cars. Normal used car depreciation next year. Now, yes. one thing that could impact all of that, Deb, and we're going to kick today's show off with it, yes. would be the fact that we have more headlines coming out of Carvana this morning. Yes. Carvana inches towards reworking their debt. The byline or the, the subheading, yeah. cash burn threatens future solvency. you got to be kidding. So we had on the show yesterday, this is speculation, but one yeah. of our community members said that they heard yes. another dealer group had bought over $200 million worth of inventory. $230 million to be exact. One thing that could, and let's be very clear here, yes. Carvana and these investors are, okay, I was about to say they're savvy operators, but actually, how can I say <laughs> how that? that? How can I say that? How can I say that? Yeah. How can you I know, say that? If if these in, if these investors and 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 debt holders were savvy, savvy they wouldn't find that. themselves in the position that they're in at this very moment. If there is a a huge increase in inventory in the used car market, that would drive down prices more significantly. And we heard from Alex Yurchenko, the the head of data science, the chief data scientist at Blackbook. Yes. He said that banks, they talked to 20 banks a week. He yes. said that banks are preparing for yes. an increase in repos. Yes. So that could also drive. And, and he also said, but they don't see a major increase in repossessions um, for the next year to two. Yeah. So, Which I found interesting because you look at Experian data that shows that we're already back to pre-pandemic levels. Yes. So, but... You know, their their thinking is that that will return to normal depreciation levels on used cars, which is somewhere around a point to a point and a quarter a month, as opposed to what we have been seeing, which has been close to a point a week 
for the last four months. Um, and, and they expect repossessions to run in the normal range. Yep. And one of the reasons that they expect repossessions to run in the normal range is because, well, there's a shortage of people who actually repossess vehicles so that the ones that are really past due, banks are paying a $500 bonus to get those cars picked up first because of the shortage. Uh, and the other thing, one of the other things that, that, that Jared talked about, which I found fascinating, which we probably started discussing 15, 18 months ago, was that all those people oh. that bought cars 18 months ago that were paying uh, way over um, MSRP yeah. to buy new cars and way inflated retail pricing for used cars are now finding themselves... Uh, what, what the term in the, in the industry is underwater with their cars, meaning that the value of their car is considerably below what they still owe on it. And a lot of those people that have found themselves in that position and are, are struggling to a degree yeah. and want to get into a cheaper car with a cheaper payment are finding out that, A, they owe way more than the car is presently worth, and B, the interest rate on their present loan is considerably below what the interest rate would be on their new loan. And so even if they were able to get into a cheaper car, the payment that they're looking at on that cheaper car is now equal to or greater than their existing payment. Um, so there, there are severe issues for people who bought cars 18 months ago that, you know, nobody talked about it in with black book but one of the things that i saw from that or took from that is this is a classic situation of where car dealers screwed themselves by being so greedy 18 months ago that those people who might want to get out of those cars cannot what question did i ask the team i said so what should we as yes. advocates for consumers i yes. said what what should we be doing to help people who next year realize that they're so upside down and what did they say Tell them to bite the bullet and, and stick with their existing stick. loan. So to your point, car dealers were so greedy. <laughs> yeah. Jared used the example of, you know, someone took out a $26,000 loan on a car at the time that had like all the added add-ons and everything. They paid for a little blah, 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 blah. They still owe 24. And now and the, the car's, car's worth 18. They're underwater. What are yeah. they going to do? So you got to bite the bullet. You got to sit on it. To the dealership, you just took someone who may have been a customer out of the market. Yes. Yes. And, and that's why... 18 months ago, and, and, and even just a few months ago, when I would talk about dealers that are charging huge market adjustments, that yes, it's a short-term gain for the dealership. It's a huge short-term profit. The problem is, in the long term, you're, you're taking your customer and forcing them to keep that car longer than they normally would have so that they won't be coming back anytime soon to buy another car from you. It was short-sighted. You know, you talk about always playing the long yep. game, which is what we try to do here. And, and in, in, in those cases, dealers were playing the short game. They were, they were very content just to reap that great short-term profit. And they said, well, the hell with what the future might bring. Well, the one thing the future is not going to bring is those customers back. And that that is a stupid way to run your business, at least in my opinion. I completely agree with you. All right, let's go to the chat here for a minute, Pops. And then we have a couple other stories I want to hit on. One that, that ties on some more thoughts around yes. the R word. 
We have um, Evan saying, answer Cindy, please. I want to know. And I appreciate that Evan yelled that. So let's see yes. what Cindy asked. Very yes. cute avatar. Yeah. I just bought a 2023 Toyota 4Runner Limited in November. Drove up the lot with Chios and all? With... I don't know. Was it a mistake? Can I make money off it? Well, first of all, I don't understand what the question... What is Chios? I don't know. Okay. Is that an acronym, you think? I, Car I has... Igloos. Yeah. Only on, sometimes. On <laughs> Uh, I don't know, Cindy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Evan. Yeah. I don't know what the question is. Yeah. Should you be making money off of a 2023 Toyota 4Runner? Probably no. Not. That's not the point of yeah. buying it. Can you make money? Maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. Probably. Oh, yeah. chips? Maybe it doesn't have chips. I don't doesn't know. have chips? Chaos? I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, kind of hard to help you. Yeah. Sorry about that, Cindy. Uh, and then Shannon wants to know, is Deal School 3.0 live yet? I will share a quick preview. It's not live yet because James, who's doing all the work behind the scenes, he flew in on a red eye last night yes. to make it out here. So just to give you a bit of a preview... Deal School 3.0 will be really nice. You'll have the lessons right over here. You'll be able to mark them off when you complete them. So, for wow. example, if I wanted to complete the first lesson, and it's we've got all the key takeaways and the videos, I can complete that lesson. Then I can move on to the next one. Car buying has changed. Here's what you need to know. And there will be PDFs associated with these and quizzes associated with these as Quizlets. well. And you'll be yes. able to communicate with your fellow community members with the comments up here who are also taking Deal School 3.0. So it's not live yet. Hopefully... I mean, James has to fly home. I don't know. Give us give us like a week. Um, he's working his butt off to make it happen, but it will be up sooner rather than lending. Okay. I'll give him all the time he needs. Leading leisure car rental company? I don't know, guys. You're leaving. You're losing me a little bit. Yeah. Chipped, yeah. you know? Chipped, you know. Yeah, I, I, apparently, Cindy, we don't know. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Cindy, we don't know. All right, Dad, we should mention. Yes. There's one more Fed meeting that's going to happen here on December 14th. It's the last yes. one of the year. So we've got. That would be next Wednesday. Yep. So yeah. we've got that. Um, this comes from uh, Cox Automotive. Yes. Their signs point to possibility of recession in 2023. I just want to read this out really quickly. And again, we've got another meeting next week. Yeah. Financial markets must now view the context as leading to a recession in the Fed, then cutting rates in 2023 to respond. Longer yields like the 10-year have not gone back up in recent high, uh, to recent highs, yet the Fed funds rate will be well above 4% in just over a week. As a result, we have severely inverted yield curve that is a har harbinger yes. of bad times ahead. Auto loan rates are not as volatile as other consumer rates like mortgage rates. Auto rates tend to move slowly and catch up with Fed and market moves over time. Where will they go if the Fed and the market are moving in different directions? This is super interesting. Yes. Now, a few days into December, we've seen auto rates inch higher. As a result, used loan rates have now moved um, more year-to-date than mortgage rates. If we, uh, if we have more than a point in moves by the Fed to go, we're likely to see auto loan rates move similarly. What will, uh, what will mean rates, that will mean rates, excuse me, will be at more than a 20-year peak by spring of next year. Just to put it into context just in time for a disappointing tax refund season. Perfect. With this context, demand for auto will be challenged in the spring. This should produce the cooling the Fed wants to see in the auto sector, at least. So this is Cox Automotive, the big conglomerate in the space, essentially saying that if the Fed increases the federal funds rates by another 50 basis points, which mm -hmm. they're going to do, that auto loan rates will continue to tread higher, that pair that with a disappointing tax refund season, you're going to see continued demand problems in the auto industry next year. And I think that's what we've been saying the whole time. And I think, unfortunately, that leads to the R word. It leads to the recession, which will ultimately just mean that if you're a cash buyer next year, you can get better and better deals. Yes. That's the lay of the land, folks. Okay. 
All right, another thing that's worth pull, uh, pulling up that we talked about this a bit with the Black Book team as well. Rising battery <laughs> prices threaten affordable EV push. This could be today's really got to be kidding me. Yes. Falling battery prices help the industry move towards more affordable EVs, but prices now seem to be going up. We talked about this with the Black Book team because there's a lot of concern around EV depreciation. Yes. How do you even determine what the real value is of an electric vehicle, the battery? Prices continue to go up on the damn things. They are so unattainable and unaffordable for consumers. It's likely not the answer to help us with our affordability crunch. Well, not for not for EVs. The thing that was most fascinating was how severely Teslas are depreciated. Um, and at the rate of sometimes $1,000 a, a day. day. A day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, in, the, in the wholesale markets. In, on the wholesale side of things. Um, so it's just because we thought that perhaps... Um, you know, EVs and hybrids are retaining a greater percentage and not not depreciating as quickly as the ICE vehicles. Well, it turns out since gas prices have come back down to somewhat normal, um, that values of used EVs have dropped like a rock. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if and when we will ever see in any large enough numbers affordable EVs. Uh, and and if the R word definitely hits, well, that takes even more people out of the market for either ICE or EVs. Definitely. Um, you know, I, I I think I think we could be years away from ever seeing the the type of EV takeover that a lot of investors thinks about think are about to happen. And we talked about that a little bit with hybrid depreciations and we see Toyota really continuing to double down on, yes. on the hybrid powertrain. That is for the foreseeable future, the future will be hybrid gas. And of course, electric vehicles will be there, but it's yeah. hard to produce them at a price point that makes sense for consumers. Yes. And, and you know, as I've often said, I, I really believe that the hybrid is the bridge that, that, that eventually takes ICE owners to become EV owners. But I, I think you have to go through hybrid first. You know, I could have done today's title, 2023 recession will crush Tesla prices because that's actually very yes. accurate yes. and very true. Yes. Joel Dad says, why are some Toyota dealers still charging over MSRP? Because they think they can. That's that's the simple answer. They think they can. And and that was one of the things that, that we talked about with the Black Book team. And, and Jared, who's the president of Black Book, I mean, said it as, as eloquently as you can. The consumer needs to vote with their wallet and walk the hell out. Just refuse to pay it. And if enough people refuse to pay it, then the prices will come back down. They will they will do away with the market adjustments. And as we just discussed a few minutes ago, those dealers that are asking for and getting market adjustments are being so short-sighted because those customers who agree to pay them in the short term, it will look good for the dealership. Yep. In the long term, those customers won't be able to come back anytime soon yep 100%. so yeah walk just walk pops from core guy here thank God you for bless the contribution you, in no markup toyota group i'm in started with msrp a couple weeks ago now they are offering discounts hold the line this is the theme this will continue to be the theme i know we get some slack about when's the best time to buy a car this yes. and every single day moving forward until we alert you otherwise is a better day to buy a car there's more and more again if you don't need to do it don't do it hold yes. the line on on the dealers that are being egregious 
but you can get discounts. There are incentives coming back. We saw Hyundai bring out their 0% lease financing options or their lease money factor options. Like, was it, was, I thought that was Mazda. Maybe it's Mazda. Forgive me. We have this updated, by the way. This yeah. is a perfect segue. And then we'll come back to the chat. Back on joinyaa.com. Of course, we do the videos. Of course, we help you out with our team who's actually on site today, which is fantastic. Yes. But come to the website, go to resources, free guides, and just search lease deals, for example. The best new car lease deals this month. Justin, who we were just hanging out with, and after lunch, we're going to be hanging out with him again. update that. No, 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 Dad. We updated. Oh. This is the published date? That's the original published date. We updated date. every single month. Gotcha. Gotcha. So don't get confused. Just come to the page. Don't get down. confused like the old guy just did. <laughs> so, for example, Hyundai's got some deals here. $150, oh, yeah. $151 a month. Honda. So here you go. He broke it out by type of vehicle. God. Justin, thank He's you. Good. So please good. go back to the website and please reference some of those articles because we are keeping track of them all in one place for you. And it's the way to stay on top of these things as they are updating and evolving. And we might even see some mid-month refreshes here next week. There's a possibility. Of yes, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Eric says, Zach, I'm looking at Toyota Tacoma. Should I buy new 2023 or used? I've not been successful on getting dealers to come down on their used prices over the last month. New or used? And I think we've talked about this ad nauseum. If you get a new one below MSRP, at or below MSRP, get the new one. If if and and you know you have to you have to remind dealers that you're aware of the fact that used cars have depreciated between seventeen and twenty one percent this year. Okay, and that needs to now be reflected in their asking prices. You. you you understand that you can ask whatever you want for the product that you're selling. I get that. But if you'd like to really sell it, why don't we talk about reality? Let's, yeah. let, let's both you as the seller and me as the potential buyer meet in the middle somewhere in reality as, as opposed to what you might like to get. And I won't offer what we all know would be too little. Why don't we just talk about meeting somewhere in the middle before we we both uh, aggravate each other. Let's address something here. Laura says, I thought you guys were recommending against leases right now. Yes, lease deals typically are pretty bad right now. Doesn't yeah. mean we're not going to update the page with the best ones that are out there because for whatever reason, some people really like leasing. So we do, and, and we and, keep track of the loan deals, the finance deals and, as and, well. And, you know, actually some manufacturers, um, and, and I believe it was Toyota just a couple of weeks ago, one of the big shots at Toyota yeah. said, you know, we have to we have to get back into the leasing business. We have to we have to get that number up from 14, 15 percent back up to 30, 35 percent um, so that we can be retaining our customers on a more frequent basis. Because when they lease them, they come back every three years. Um, so I know Toyota is is recognizing that they want to grow their lease business again. Absolutely. And some of the other manufacturers are starting to realize that again. You know, it, it makes so much more sense to to be able to turn your customer every three years 100%. than every six. 100%. Yeah. And we talked about fleet sales. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we could go down that route. Yeah. I want to give a shout out. Yes. Jerry was one of the few members of the team. Didn't make the trip out to yes. the East Coast. But the next YAA slash Car Edge offsite, of course, Jerry will be there. And Jerry, yeah. right now today, holding down the fort. I worked out the door offers this morning at $8,000 off MSRP on a Chevy Silverado and a Ford F-150. If you want help from Jerry and others on our team, please, please know that we are here to help you. 
And while some might say that we're not the best at what we do, I think we are the best in the world, Dad. And it's very reasonable. If you become a member, one-time payment, $59.99, you have access to our team. You get the help and support you need. All the bullet points are right here. The plus membership. You get access to that all year round, plus our maintenance and repair discounts and soon-to-be Deal School 3.0. And, Pops, both of these memberships come with Black Book trade-in values. We just got off the call with Black Book. Yes. The reason you need to use a Black Book trade-in value, in addition to, obviously, the cash offers that you can get back on the website, is because it actually takes into consideration the data that the dealers need to give you accurate trade-in values. You can do KBB if you want. You can do admins. You need a Black Book value if you actually want to get the right information. It, it, it was interesting to find out that that, um, that approximately the, these are real numbers as they were explained to us. Uh, approximately 22 million vehicles make it to auctions. Used vehicles make it to the various auctions. The wholesale auctions. The wholesale auctions. Okay, and there's there's two real big players, Mannheim and Odessa, and then there's a myriad of uh, smaller independent auctions. But between those big players. 22 million vehicles make it to auction every year. And every year, about 10 million of those vehicles get sold. Yep. Okay. 12 million don't get sold right away, maybe get sold off the books, whatever. Um, and Black Book has access to 95% of all the transactions, whereas some of the other books out there rely only on Mannheim, and Mannheim sells five and a half million of those ten million vehicles. So, if you're if you're looking at a valuation guide that only uses Mannheim information, you're getting information based on fifty five percent of all the vehicles sold. And if you get a black book valuation, you are getting valuations based on 95% of all the wholesale vehicles that were sold at auction. And Black Book's 17-digit uh, VIN decoder actually decodes about 97% of all the items that are on that vehicle, plus in the background pulls up auto-check so that they have all the information about how it's been driven, how it's been serviced, whether or not it's been in an accident. So their information is based on greater a greater number of data points than some of the other book valuations out there. And it updates daily, and you can get access to it in your YAA account. Okay. My God, I, I used all that information we just learned 30 minutes ago within the first 22 minutes of the show. Thank you to the Black Book team. Yes. Um, well, it's broader, amazing what we learned. It's broader scale info. And also, if you think about it, um, BlackBook doesn't have like a direct to consumer facing, like they don't do lead gen. Their customers are are financial companies that are trying to understand residual values yes. and loan to value ratios. Like this is part of our mission is to surface the information that the industry uses that isn't really made available to consumers in any way, shape or form. And you can, again, you can get access to all this. <clears throat> Join YAA.com, sign up for your membership and get started. There. Okay, Dad, I want to quitch switch. Mm. Yes. I want to quickly switch gears. Oh, or quitch. Ready? Yeah. Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding. kidding me. All right, Dad, I don't know if you saw this. I, I can't imagine you did, but it just made me kind of chuckle. Apple, who yeah. has never produced a vehicle. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Well, I, you know, uh, our dear friend Alex shared something with me okay. about Apple, about what he shared with me was that they've pushed it back to 2026. Their self-driving car. Yes. And and 
they expect it to be under $100,000. And I thought to myself, good luck with that, trying to project what things might cost three years from now. I'm not, I'm not falling for that, but that's just me. So supposedly, supposedly, yeah. folks, yes. these uh, these big tech companies, they want to come into the auto space for whatever sure reason. Yeah. Apple scales back self-driving car delays debut until 2026. Apple executives are grappling with the reality that the company's vision for a fully autonomous vehicle is not feasible with current technology. Their vision, Dad, is a vehicle with no gas pedal, no brake pedal, no no steering wheel. You just get in and probably you have I, to have I, iTunes to consume. I, I, I was going to say, and hopefully no no uh, occupants, but go ahead. <laughs> I had an interesting, um, so anyway, I thought that, yeah. that gave me a chuckle. Yeah. Like, yeah, no wonder you're going to delay it. <laughs> uh, anyway, the other thing that I think is interesting, Dad, infotainments are becoming more and more, I don't know, like tech-driven. Yes. What's going to happen when we start to have microtransactions in the car? Like that's very much across like it's 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 actually GM there was a GM article talking about how GM wants to do microtransactions in your car just like when you're on an app and you want to upgrade your level, you pay 10 cents and you I mean what are you it's hard to make So sense I, I guess all. I guess at some point you'll just be able to store your credit cards oh, definitely on, on You know how you have Apple it, Pay or Google yeah, Pay or yeah, Android Pay? Yeah, yeah. You're going to have Buick Pay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I if you honk wait. your horn twice, you yeah. just bought, you know, something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's the future, man. I hope not. <laughs> it's not a, not a future I want to be part of. But whatever. <laughs> you know, we yeah. were – anyway, we were talking to the BlackBook team about EV valuations. Use yes. the EV valuations. And they were talking about how challenging it is. No one really has models for it yet. Arash asked the question, what's going to happen three, five, ten years from now for EV valuations? They're like, you know, we're trying to, we don't we're, know. we're building the model. Yeah. We're building the model. Yeah. What the hell do you think the valuation of Apple self-driving, you know, this stuff's all a bit of a fallacy as far as I'm concerned. But hopefully they prove me wrong. Maybe maybe it'd be good for humanity. I don't know. Uh, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for bearing with us as we came on a couple minutes late. Again, Deal School 3.0 to do a bit of a preview here. It's going to be in the community forum. It's yes. not live yet, but it's going to be in the community forum. Each lesson is going to have the key takeaways, a downloadable PDF. Yes. Okay. Oh, actually, it says, don't forget to click on the folder icon in the top right to access and download the PDF associated with this lesson. Look at that. Whoa! The PDFs are right here. Yeah. You can see where you are. We, obviously, we haven't finished building it yet. Yeah. You can jump between the different courses. Okay. You can mark them as complete. And there's an entire, entire chat um, that you can have with other community members. Let me move us out of the way so that folks can see it. There's a chat and there's quizzes, Dad. You worked diligently on these quizzes. Quizzes. Please. Before quizzes. you talk about the quizzes, I just want yeah. to say, YAA Plus members are going to have access to Deal School 3.0. Deal School 2.0 will forever be free. Yes. We're not going to change that, but just so everyone's aware. And Dad, you worked on these quizzes. Were you proud of them? Uh, are you proud of them? Both. There it I, is. I was, I am, I did, I will continue to work on the quizlets. quizlets. Um, and the the depth and breadth of what we're doing with Deal School 3.0, uh, it's really quite remarkable. I mean, just just in video footage, it's what two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, which don't be intimidated by that. If that sounds like too much to you, you can do it at your own pace. Bite, bite most, it off one chunk at a time. And most of the sections are like six minute videos, so it's yeah. relatively digestible. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. it's eminently digestible, but nobody says you have to watch the whole thing in one one fell swoop. If you do, you don't get bonus points, so please yeah. don't feel like you, you have know, to. This is not a Netflix series, by the way. <laughs> Far from it. Far yeah. from it. All right, Pops, let's go hang out with the team. We may do a live stream with everyone, but I kind of doubt it. We don't have enough room, and also yeah. some folks are camera shy, which is A-OK. We'll, we'll be doing a live stream tomorrow? I don't know. We'll okay. try. We'll try, but I don't know. Okay. Um, so you might see us back here tomorrow. We will be here Saturday night. And but you won't and but you will for sure see us Saturday night um on the on the main channel. Yes. The YA channel. All right, we've got someone saying I can't find the upcoming deal. So I'm gonna demonstrate that really quickly because I okay. know it can be a little confusing. Okay. So when you go to the website, so let's all start at the beginning. So you go to join yaa.com. Yes. It all loads, it takes a little second to load. There we yeah. go. Yeah. You're going to go to resources and you're yes. going to click on free guides. Yes. And then from free guides, you're going to scroll down to the search and let's just type in, whoops, best deals. Seven car brands that have the best deals, the best new car deals today, least deals this month. If you click on any of these, Justin's done a great job here. So I just did the one for, for December. Yes. He actually links out to the ones that he updates on an ongoing basis so if you wanted to see the the best finance deals we update this every single month justin, wow. justin does so there you go hyundai actually there you go hyundai has zero percent apr for 36 months on the santa fe tucson sonata and more boom there you go i can't wait to get the and more model yeah <laughs> so there you go hopefully that makes it more clear for you enjoy that and uh yeah my dad did get a flu shot Thanks i did get a flu shot and uh, my booster all on the same day november 4th and i survived <laughs> yes you did all right let's go have some lunch with the team thank you all for being here thank you everybody we'll see you back here sometime have a great day everyone see you guys join us again next time which is probably tomorrow to get the news you can use from yaa yaa is your trusted source for all things auto thanks for listening see you soon, see you soon.